Hey guys, welcome back to the Influence Community. We're your hosts, Alyssa and Danielle. This is where we spill the tea, talk all things influencing, and try to keep up with the ever-changing industry. Grab a coffee, sip your tea, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey guys. Hi queens. Happy Monday. Welcome back. Welcome to a new episode. We're always so refreshed and excited. Especially today because we had such a stunning meetup yesterday and I feel like I'm still on a high. Oh my gosh. So much fun. They, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it unless you go and like feel it yourself. But it was so fun to meet the girls. Like I feel like there were new girls. There were some OG SD girlies. Mm -hmm. Like it was a whole mix of a group and it it just went so well we got coffee we had donuts we had little, little valentine's affirmation cards and we so all just cute. sat around and chatted and yeah. got to know each other and and it went like it two and a half hours time. like it was a yeah, it long went over the time. time we couldn't stop yeah. chatting but yeah I feel like everyone met new girls and everyone was so sweet and got along this just makes us want to do it do a, a meetup like everywhere we go like we want to go mm-hmm. on a tour you guys <laughs> influence community world tour <laughs> manifesting that but yeah I feel like that's the whole reason why we do it is to give opportunities you know to you guys to potentially meet your future IG BFF kind of like how we met mm-hmm. and yeah. every time I feel like after the meetup people send us messages saying thank you so much for doing this for hosting this it was so nice like I met so many new people and now I have someone to create content with and that's truly the whole goal yeah it really is I feel like I don't know yes like you said we met at an event and so we just want to give everyone the opportunity to meet their potential best friends like we had the opportunity to do um and we try to make it such a safe welcoming inviting warm space that's the goal always yeah so so I feel like San Diego went so well so I feel like we could do one in San Diego like one per quarter or like try to do that yeah I feel like it's pretty easy here but we want to do like Orange County Mm -hmm. or you guys have said Los Angeles so you know maybe a little meet up at the row do some shooting get some lunch (laughs) yeah I feel like that'd be a very signature of us to do that so and then I guess that kind of brings us to our next meetup, which is this week, um, which is so crazy. Um, so our meetup this week is actually going to be in New York because we are going so to New York exciting. Fashion Week, which we're so excited. And it's on the 11th. We're thinking 10 to 12-ish. Um, we're still going to narrowing down location. So we'll let you guys know and post that as soon as we finalize details. But in terms of date and time, to 11 10 to 12 is mm-hmm. kind of what we're shooting for so we'll see but I'm excited for that too for the New York so girlies because the last New York one was so fun it was so fun like oh it was so fun and it's just girls we don't usually get to see so I'm so excited and it'll be so much fun yeah so yeah we have a pretty busy week that we're really really excited about basically so Monday exciting. today is a admin slash packing day because we are going on two trips this week back to back and it's all kind of 
I feel like fell into place so perfectly. Like we got really, really lucky, you guys. So we're going on a brand trip to Canada. So stay tuned for stories on that. I feel like it's going to be so fun. So fun, so freezing, but so fun. (laughs) And then we're flying directly from Canada to New York. So then we have all the New York things and our schedule the day we land is insane. Like we land and hit the ground running and I think we have three events that day Mm -hmm. that night just like immediately so we are really just I don't even know we're crazy but I'm so excited this is what we manifested for this year and the universe is like here you go ladies it's delivering Hit the ground running (laughs) have fun you wanted it here you go So obviously we're so excited, so so grateful, so happy to have these opportunities. So yeah, it's going to be an exciting week. So follow along for all the fun stuff. Mm. It's going to be chaotic. Yeah, chaotic, but so fun. I'll try to post the BTS of everything on TikTok. Are you going to vlog? Yes. Amazing. I'm trying to do all the things, you guys. It is so hard to vlog, to do stories, to post in real time, to post in feed, to post on TikTok and edit. And we have a couple brand collaborations we're really excited about. So it's like we have to do those, get those live too while we're there. Unfortunately, I just feel like I'm on my phone 24 7 it's actually really bad I need to figure out I'm honestly already planning side note um I'm trying to figure out a travel grounding ritual that we can like do at night and just have like essential oils and like a little meditation I just feel like we need to ground oh my gosh yes okay I'm gonna I'm gonna like look into yes travel meditations bring your crystals yes set it up (laughs) they're always my purse ladies you know you know (laughs) if you don't know go on her yes um okay so yeah that's kind of the updates what's going on what's happening what we have coming up and we're really excited um I guess we can just dive into our influences of the week since they kind of relate what is Mm. your influence this week my influence this week is makeup because yesterday you guys I had a full glam makeup class from a makeup artist that we love to use um Heather Minch shout out Heather Minch she is amazing she's in San Diego and she pretty much okay so how it works is I and Alyssa did this too if you guys remember she talked about it in a few like episodes back but you bring all your makeup to her and she literally teaches you I feel like that's the coolest part like she teaches you how Mm -hmm. to use your makeup and you have yeah in ways and she'll give you suggestions on like new things to buy like I ended up buying a lot of new stuff just because I wanted to try like what makeup artists are using so like the mac foundation and stuff which is incredible um but yeah so she taught me how to do full glam and I just am so excited and I know that I'm gonna feel and you said this too when you got yours like just so much more confident when you go to events um I don't know because when you go to these events like my jaw is on the floor a lot of the time when these girlies are walking around in full (laughs) glam and like they they're could. either makeup artists themselves or beauty girlies yeah. or they get their or makeup they just get their done yes they get their makeup done yeah, because they're on that level yes which we will be on that level eventually yeah we're getting there <laughs> but in the meantime but in the meantime I'm just so glad that I know how to do like event makeup photo makeup 
all that kind of stuff. And honestly, TikTok, I am living out my beauty guru dreams on TikTok right now. I feel like I love just like doing makeup stuff or like getting ready with me is on TikTok. So I feel like, but also I think I said this in a video I filmed yesterday or a few days ago that history is repeating itself and the makeup guru era is coming back. That was the OG makeup makeup beauty guru (laughs) YouTube era. That was a huge thing that I was obsessed with. And now I feel like we're living it in TikTok. So love that. So yeah. I love that that you did that. It's literally such a good investment. She's amazing. And even if you don't use her, like definitely recommend Mm -hmm. getting a makeup lesson from an MUA Mm -hmm. in your area or someone who's really good because it truly boosts your confidence onto another level yeah and I just feel like it's not something I would have ever thought of like I would have never thought to be like oh I wonder if makeup artists offer lessons I don't think everyone would because like you know if you have like a pretty established clientele or whatever but Heather's just an angel sweetheart so gotta find the right one yeah we love her. She's so good. She did your wedding makeup. Yeah, she did. Um, now has done both of our lessons. Mm-hmm. She's done my makeup before. And her hopefully photo shoot makeup, she'll do my wedding guys. makeup. So. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the makeup in our cover photo for the podcast. Yes, that was she her would, too. She did it. Yeah, so good. Mm-hmm. So we love her. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so that's mine. What's your influence of the week? So I've been packing for New York Fashion Week and I kind of noticed a theme in my shoes and I've just been noticing I have been gravitating towards the slingback pointy heel shoes. Yeah, you do have a lot of them, Um, I feel like. Yeah, I feel like I was styling outfits and trying to pick shoes and I feel like I'm bringing them I'm bringing my silver Pradas, I'm bringing a black pair, and I'm bringing a white pair just because I feel like they are so classy. They elevate your outfit, but they can also be casual, like paired with Mm -hmm. jeans, and it's so chic. So, And they're easy to walk in because the heels aren't super high. It's probably like a two-inch, two-and-a-half-inch heel, which is enough because I feel like I am tall anyway, so... Yeah, I've just been loving those and I have randomly accumulated a lot over the past like I love your white Chanel vintage ones. Those are so cute. So I've had those and I just got them touched up from a leather shop. Honestly, that's such a good hack, by the way. Like yeah. So the like toe was a little scuffed and so I took them in and they pretty much made them look brand new. So that was exciting. But yeah, so I think just those shoes in general, I have a bunch of outfits paired with those and then I'm bringing boots because I'm just, I think I'm in denial that it's going to be cold and I'm just (laughs) hoping it's not cold because my outfits are not for the cold. I feel like it will be cold, but a lot of people will will be dressing the same. Yeah, I feel like. Okay. But you know what? I feel like the New York girlies are probably laughing right now (laughs) at us and be like, maybe it's not like that, but. That's how we're going to think. Well, yeah, we don't know because we've never been. We're so from it's San Diego. Fine. We're so. always down to test and try new things. Yes. So, yeah, that's my current influence since I realized I've just been obsessed with them lately. Mm-hmm. So I thought I would share that. So Love that. Yeah, okay. So this week's episode, I feel like we haven't done one of these episodes in a really long time. Um, or it's been... 
like yeah we kind of we want to do like a q a general q a episode probably once a month um yeah so we kind of compile the questions you guys send us in the facebook group or even our personal um accounts and we answer them all here so yeah that's this episode i love a good q a episode yeah okay okay first question we just got this question in and it's such a good question and i don't know if you guys have seen this yet but what are your guys's thoughts on the instagram ceo saying that they flipped to pushing photo content instead of video reels content now and that they realized they were overdoing it essentially this is so like lol (laughs) because so pretty much the ceo came out and said like they admitted that the platform was pushing too many videos and they were focusing way too much on video content and forcing pretty much forcing users to create reels and to consume reels and video content and Mm -hmm. apparently they're going back to their core values and pushing photo carousel content now which i honestly think they're just doing that because tiktok said they're pushing photo content i think i think tiktok honestly just said that to get instagram to say that so that tiktok can be like get off our backs (laughs) wait i'm kind of dead because you're right they really are pushing carousel photo content on tiktok which is kind of crazy kind of crazy correlation i'm sure there's like some tiktok videos about that out there but i mean confusing but like love to hear it I guess I mean I feel like we yeah, were just I feel in a good like groove I, of like an even balance yeah. honestly and reels yeah I feel like reels even though we love photos like reels had such good opportunities because yeah exactly that's how you were gr- like that's how we grew last year mm-hmm. like I feel like that's how a lot of people were growing last year was reels and I feel like I don't know if this is just me or if other people experience this but my reels reach more than my Mm. photo posts do i think a lot of people experience that i noticed that on other people's accounts as well so i like reels for that aspect of it and i do i feel like i've found my groove with reels which Mm -hmm. has been nice yeah i feel Um, like i've been trying to like like why can't we just find a balance like why does it have to be one or the other yes because he's saying that photos are now going to be pushed more to the explore page which, like, damn, we that was our freaking dream last year. Like, we were... <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I feel like my explore is a good mix of reels and photos, and if not, more photos. And I also, like- I've noticed recently that just the algorithm overall is just not even... <laughs> I feel like a lot of people are existent ex- right now. Yeah, like I think they're like <laughs> switching stuff around right now, honestly, and maybe yeah, like reprogramming. A lot of updates, the, I think so I'm so. I'm very curious to see if anything changes and if we do see an increase, like a mega increase in photo carousel posts over reels. But and it would be very interesting to see if like the discoverability with posts, photo posts will be similar to what reels was last yes, year remember when i feel like posts used to get so much explore reach mm-hmm. and then that's how you would gain yes. followers when posts were reaching like that and then you would reels came in. be able to see mm-hmm. explore and then your followers but then reels happened so then that's where the reach but then you couldn't reels didn't have you couldn't see if you got followers you from still reels. can't which blows my mind so then it's so hard to tell what's happening yeah it is um 
yeah, I don't know. I feel like I just started getting to a, like a really good groove with reels because I'm like, I feel like it's easy to throw in lifestyle and like more casual, yeah. less pressure. It's less pressure with reels. Um, so I don't know. I would just love a happy balance between the two <laughs> yeah. because I definitely feel like reels are different than TikToks. So it's like you still yes. can create a different type of content. So yeah, I, know. I don't know what he means by oh we're gonna push photos more. Does that mean they're gonna stop pushing reels as much? I just so feel like it was a, reels reach gonna go down. Right. I just feel like it was a very kind of unnecessary thing to like announce to the world. Maybe he was trying to like because I guess the Kardashians like would speak about it and a lot he, they were getting a lot of backlash and so maybe this was addressing that. But I just feel like they could have adjusted the algorithm and like not really said oh we're JK we're posting we're pushing photo content. Because I feel like there should be a happy medium, but I don't know. We will see, you guys. I haven't we'll seen see anything. It. I'll, I'll believe it when I see yeah, it. Yeah, I definitely haven't <laughs> noticed anything like photo posts are just booming right now. No, so. I've just noticed low reach, so. Yeah, and just random updates. Like, my DMs look completely different. Not completely, but, like, there's just new buttons at the top yeah. that I like didn't why? have before. So I don't know. They really do be copying TikTok. <laughs> yeah. So, so interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Let us know your guys' thoughts. It's kind of our thoughts. I don't know. I mean, I liked Reels because of the reach, honestly. I feel like everyone like, was getting... Like my, oh, yeah, like Reels reach millions. Can yeah. reach millions. And like, I don't know if one of my posts has ever reached a million people. Yeah, and I feel like everyone was... Like, at this point right now, I feel like everyone was really adjusting to, okay, wait, I I do really like reels, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel it's like, like right, was, when, right when we got comfortable yeah. and we were, like, accepting things, they're like, nah, JK. just kidding. Because I love doing um, sponsored posts and campaigns as reels just because usually it does perform better as a reels, but I just hope that brands don't want specifically now photo posts after this came out because I feel like it's way less organic for us to shoot things like product-based things as yeah. photos and it's so much better it's easier to incorporate them into yeah. real yeah yeah I guess we'll just see honestly I personally feel like nothing really is gonna change I know I kind of feel the same and but... I'm gonna continue with my same strategy mm-hmm until I do see a significant change so yeah but like that's how I am gonna take this information but like even so we literally we post one photo a day and then one reels a day so yeah we do have an even balance so be a difference yeah so we'll see we'll let you guys know if we <laughs> randomly see any yeah huge increase in the um explore or algorithm or reach or anything like that yeah, and I feel like that goes into the next question that we got. It has to do with Reels. So another question is, have you found that Reels bonus tanks your views slash reach? I accepted the bonus in November and December and did not for January and my views have not recovered. Honestly, I will agree with this one. I feel like I did bonus all last year and it was fine, like nothing crazy. And then I was like, oh, let me test and see. So then I didn't do it in December. Mm. And then that's when I did my birthday reel with the cake. And that one like went viral. 
Um, <laughs> that sucks like, because you could have like that. Yes. <laughs> so that one had like 3.5 million views, I think, and it has almost 200,000 likes. It's still kind of like I wonder getting what attention. So then I'm like, okay, did it go viral because of the video itself? One, which could totally be true yeah. did it go viral because i was not on reels bonus yeah and it got pushed more like yeah that's a very interesting thing because and then oh i was just gonna say and then i rejoined reels bonus january mm-hmm. and i have never gotten lower reach on my reels than january january was like my lowest like they grow over time yeah. so i don't really stress about it but within that first 12 hours 24 hours you kind of can gauge where it should be sitting and i would say yeah, like I agree, my honestly. goal is to hit 10,000 views within the first like because they post at night like i would love if it hit 10,000 like views when before you wake I go up. to bed oh yes but like when i go to bed if it's a good one when i go to bed or when i wake up if it would be close to ten thousand, like that would be great and in january i felt like some of them i i didn't change my content like same strategy same editing same audios Mm -hmm. same content same everything like nothing drastically changed and in january i swear it took two to three days to reach ten thousand views and the likes on the video would be like 800 yeah where normally like some of my videos like i just know if i'm in all black and i have an audio where like i hit the beat like the beat <laughs> drops and my slow-mo hits yeah. like that will get 5k likes easy and in january like that content did not yeah so it was very for, weird did you are sure. you joining in february you're gonna test it again i think i'm doing it again yeah i think i just rejoined it okay Okay, interesting. I can't remember. So what have you done? Okay, have interesting you tried points. anything? And when I think about it, I will a hundred percent. This is what happened. So I ha- I have it going for the month. The next, like when it runs out, the next month those reels will blow up, and you don't get the bonus on. Once anyway. the bonus is over, you can You don't. They don't backtrack it. So like the it has to be growing it has to be going growing in the month and i literally i remember this happened in like like november or something um and i i had two or three videos hit a million plus and it was after a month after and i was like that is so like shitty like and of what course the, the reels is when it's like your earliest plays count the most or whatever so it, it's not even yeah so they don't like, count the- in the bonus and that actually happened again in january um i had like a reels hit a million again but it was a month after so i didn't get it on the bonus so honestly yeah I don't I think it does affect it yeah we're being scammed (laughs) yeah honestly I've never but then I get it like it is I mean I guess it depends on how your videos do but it's good extra cash for your yeah honestly like like, this is a good side income Mm -hmm. or just an extra like something you know what I mean so I feel like it's hard to kind of not do it when it's you're posting anyway exactly because it it really is like a nice little side thing but yeah it kind of I mean sucks. mine like, isn't like a lot no I feel like mine is literally a couple hundred dollars yeah. if that but I mean everything adds up at the end is so right so yeah I think 
I think if you wanted to test this out, you guys definitely do it. Definitely take a month off and see what happens because I obviously would value <laughs> like that reach and that um, exposure more than that little side income. So, but I think you had a good point. Like they just grow a month later, which is fine. Yeah. And then it's this, yeah, honestly, yeah. Cause then it's like you still get the exposure a month later. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. I think it does affect it. So would you, are you going to keep doing it? Like, are um, you going to keep po- enrolling every month? Yeah, I honestly didn't give much thought to it until, like, this question. Because um, I was like, yeah, it, whatever. I don't really, like, care that much. But I kind of want to take a month off and just, just to test. Um, So maybe I'll do that. But I already started this month, so can't be this month. And I kind of want to do it next month. So <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe I'll test it in like April or June or April or May or something. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really have any conclusions from my test, I feel like. Sorry if you guys hear know. my monitor overheating right now. It'll probably stop <laughs> in like two seconds. <laughs> I feel like I can't hear anything, so okay. I hope they can't hear anything. Yeah. But, okay. Interesting. Interesting um, observation. Discussion. Mm-hmm. If you guys, please DM us your thoughts, and we can share these on the Instagram and have a discussion about it. Or even in the Facebook group, we can kind of have a discussion going on what you guys think is best practices or what's worked for you or what hasn't. Because I definitely love testing things and seeing what's happening. Yeah, so, same. And I'm we love talking about test. this stuff. Yeah. It's interesting for sure. Okay. Next question is, I know you both are mostly Insta gals, but tips for taking your content from Insta to other platforms like TikTok and trying to gain a following there since it's so different than Instagram. Good cue. Um, I feel like Alyssa, it just depends what, honestly, it just depends what audience you want on TikTok. Like Alyssa repurposes her content but I feel like you mm-hmm. twist it still like I'll twist it still I and like to add like, text yes. and that's a yes, good way I to do like it I feel like TikTok is a very text heavy platform I think it the SEO really pushes that because I was reposting my reels I always repost my reels first of all but I was reposting them with no text those and they weren't doing do- that well oh my god no like that like, I'll tank. get like 30 views honestly if I don't put text <laughs> yes. And then I started putting text, just fashion-related things or season just or whatever's like, like or, yeah. just whatever's like in my head at the time that I'm posting. Um, I definitely don't put a ton of thought into it. I'm just like, hmm, what could someone relate to potentially? Yeah. And then I just put that as text and I leave it there the whole time because I feel like people, including myself, save videos with some sort of text on them. Yeah, whether same. it's a I, good quote or like yes. a tip or whatever. So when I started putting phrases on my TikTok videos over my real video, that's when it started doing better. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, so I feel like that's what I do. And then I try to mix in like random content that I get throughout the day. And then like we were talking about earlier, uh, the photos, how TikTok is doing photos now. Mm-hmm. Like you could upload your Instagram carousel That's true. as that or just photos that. you took throughout the day as a little carousel. I don't know. I feel like there's so many possibilities to do for content on TikTok. Yeah. So definitely do it for sure. I think brands like to see creators on multiple platforms. I feel like we used yeah. to talk about that a lot 
Yeah, definitely. I feel like just kind of evaluate what you're saving and liking on TikTok and figure out how you can repurpose your Instagram like reels or whatever and adjust that to what yeah, you're like loving you could on pick TikTok. a different audio, adding the yeah. tags, following whatever, a trend, it up a little different, yeah, or a trending audio, whatever yeah. is like trending. Yeah. Um, there's like so much I feel like it took me a little bit to figure this out because I just like was really I just didn't want to repost my reels but then adding the text is just that's a great way to do it honestly so I feel like that's a good start yeah and I feel like too you already have the content so you might as well Mm -hmm. repost it it doesn't hurt and obviously TikTok is a growing platform I feel like if you research it online a ton of articles will come up about TikTok growing and brands. And, you know, our manager mentioned the last episode that brands are reaching out for TikTok. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it could definitely be a lot. But I think this also relates to that productive scroll that we talk about a lot that I feel like is so important. So when you're scrolling on TikTok to... What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba not feel bad about yourself or to not like feel like you're wasting time turning it into Mm -hmm. a productive scroll and as you scroll like save saving trends that you like or transitions or audios or whatever and create folders to say or collections I think they're called and save the different videos you like into collections so that way when you're shooting you can go in and if you have a folder called recreate which is what I have. Mm-hmm. I just, if I see a video that I like, whether it's the audio, the transition, the outfit, I'll just save that into recreate. So then when I'm in like a TikTok mood or I'm like done my makeup or I'm at home or whatever, I just go into that folder and I will just recreate those TikToks. Yeah. And that saves so much time because I swear the thing that takes me the longest with reels or TikTok is finding the audio. Same. So, and it's like the same five audios are used all the time. So it really takes scrolling to like find new ideas or transitions or whatever. So that's what I like to do. I feel like I've really gotten into a really good routine of productive scrolling. So I don't feel like I'm wasting time. <laughs> I tell myself I'm productive scrolling and then like two hours pass and I forgot why I was on TikTok in the first place. So I'm working yeah. on that. But like I feel yeah. like right now the video that I always see first when I open the TikTok app is that cap cut edit where it like is a super slow-mo. It like blacks out and then slow-mos oh, and the yeah. whole screen has text on it. Like someone's telling a story of something. Actually, I don't know if I've seen that one, but cap cut is 
all over TikTok. It's crazy. Yeah, because I think you can upload it pretty easily. Yeah, you can. Um, but yeah, so it's I think the text on the screen is a huge thing, especially for SEO on the platform. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of my thoughts. I feel yeah. like yeah, um, same. But yeah, definitely worth. I know at the beginning we were like, or at least I was like anti-tiktok it's hard i feel like i found a way yeah like i've just found a way to yeah i try to post like a couple videos at night when i'm like watching tv on the couch Mm -hmm. or whatever so i'm not like going too crazy into it but just enough to stay relevant yeah it just like once you get like a viral video or two it kind of like keeps you growing a little bit and then you just post in the meantime and yeah definitely takes a lot of a lot, a lot of time out of the day. So, yeah, but yeah. it's worth it. So, we recommend. Okay. I love these questions this week. These are good questions. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next one is let's see. Another question that kind of relates to what you both spoke about with not posting ads for brands you don't align with is what if you told a brand you'd accept product slash post it and then you get it and was like, (laughs) uh, this is not what I expected or wanted. What would you both say to the brand in an email? I don't want to be the creator who ghosts, but I honestly didn't think about the actual product, what the actual product was before accepting. And now they keep harassing me via DM and email about posting about it honestly i would be so honest like you're not gonna promote something i think brands appreciate love and you i would say i would say um i would offer to send it back honestly because at least like you're offering to send it back because you won't be posting it and i think you should stay firm on that yeah i think so obviously first off if you we talk about this too is if it's gifting try not to promise any Mm -hmm. sort of post like make it clear to the brand like happy to accept gifting and try out this product but i can't guarantee posting if i do share it i will make sure to tag the brand just like be very open about that i think that's the standard in the industry so brands should be expecting that obviously some of them try to get away with requiring posting for gifting Mm -hmm. and obviously it depends on the product too and the price point whatever but generally speaking, you don't want to, you know, sign contracts or agree to post to gifting uh, just for literally these reasons. But I feel like if you do accept product and you do say you're going to post it and then you don't end up posting it, it's always good to maintain your brand relationships. Again, you never know what PR rep is going to go where next or what brand rep is going to move to a different brand. So you don't want to burn that bridge for sure. So just totally be honest and let them know and be like, hey, Thanks for the follow-up. Like, yeah, I would just say thanks for the follow-up. I tried out the product and unfortunately it hasn't worked out or Mm -hmm. it doesn't align with my brand or it just honestly wasn't what I was expecting. Mm -hmm. And then just offer, yeah, be like, I'm happy to send it back if that's if you provide the shipping label by the way oh yeah happy happy to return happy to send the item back um if you'd be willing to send a return label um so sorry it just didn't work out and I wanted to be you know honest and transparent with you and my audience because I don't want to promote something that you know doesn't really align with me or my brand perfect and I think as a that brand, how could you say no to that? You can't say no. And you also, can't, you literally can't force someone they, to be like, no, you need yes. to post it anyway. They will try to 
guilt trip you or make you feel like you have to do it but no you absolutely do not have to do it at all like just make sure you're firm in that and knowing that you do not have to post about it because you don't and offer to send it back as long as you didn't sign a contract and like moving forward now you know that you yeah will make sure to maybe say beforehand like i want to try this out before guaranteeing i'm going to post about it or anything like that but this is a very common thing. I feel thing, like now and it's okay. I see in emails brands will say, "Oh, we'd love to gift you this product. There's no social postings required, but we'd love for you to tag us if you do decide to share it." Mm-hmm. So that is one thing I see, which is obviously them saying like, "Hey, you're not required to post, but yeah. we would love it if you would." And again, you shouldn't be gifting from getting accepting gifting from someone who you genuinely wouldn't post about anyway if that makes sense so keep that in mind and then also you'll see brands say you know hey we'd love to gift you um in exchange for gifting we do require social tags and then they'll kind of share what they're expecting so then you can kind of see what they are expecting and you can either negotiate and be like hey i don't do you know designated posts for gifting but if i love the product i'm happy to tag Mm -hmm. is that okay with you and then they'll say yes or no and if they say yes that's totally fine be like great and if they say no be like okay i'll have to unfortunately pass on the opportunity at this time if your deliverables ever change please feel free to reach back out whatever um but i think brands are starting at least starting to become more aware and kind of already putting the language in the email so you know what their expectations are Mm mm-hmm agree agree but because i feel like if i see um gifting with a required post i just delete the email yeah honestly (laughs) it's becoming industry standard they're gonna understand 100 percent. so don't feel bad about it but now you know for next time yeah it's a learning experience Mm -hmm. what's that quote it's like you never you don't fail you learn you either succeed Mm -hmm. or you learn love that you don't fail love that it's true so i feel like this this industry is all about learning Mm -hmm. so yeah don't ghost respond ask and i feel like sometimes the brands will just say no because they don't want to deal with it or they can't do anything with the product you and honestly less pressure and less of a a good gesture yeah 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 okay next one is how can i be sure what is a scam email and what is not good question um if it has the word cooperation in the (laughs) subject line scam if it's a brand at gmail.com scam um if they have spelling errors in the email scam (laughs) or or weird spacing weird spacing if they say hello dear spam oh my god i get that so many times (laughs) literally like what is that please help um I feel like those are the ones off the top of my head, but literally if it says at gmail.com, yeah, that's that the is biggest like the one. biggest So if you're telltale. unsure, mm-hmm. check where the email is coming from because if I it's always you know, Zara at gmail.com, that's definitely fake. Yes. But if it's like ambassador at Zara.com, then that's legit. Mm-hmm. So that's like, I feel like the one thing we learned that is the biggest red flag and if there's um, like yeah. links, like if they're trying to like link things do that don't make sense, them. don't, first of all, don't ever click on links. Like I always do the just go hover to the browser over yourself. or copy. I copy that like right click copy link and then I'll paste it into my notes app just to see what it looks like. Or you can hover over it and usually it'll say yeah. what it is. But regardless, I'll go to the direct website 
because I just like I can't like with the links like it scares me so but also if they follow up like five times like that's a scam too I feel like yeah or I feel oh also if they ask you to pay for anything like if they're like oh you just pay for shipping I just watched a TikTok about this have you seen that TikTok no this girl like got I guess this is a big scam that's going on I forget what the brand is it's with this like big brand it's a and my oh it was h&m someone someone's pretending to be h&m and she just had to pay quote-unquote shipping but it was like yeah. 200 dollars. oh no 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 it got stuck in customs quote-unquote and she oh, had to pay yeah, the customs pay. fee and it was a whole scam so no you should never be paying for shipping yeah, customs. you should nothing. in any sort of collaboration you do not pay for anything yeah not gifting not a paid collab mm-hmm. like you do not pay for that um ever yeah so if they're asking you to pay for shipping that's a scam Mm -hmm. um what else i feel like we're so good at this now like because some girls were i feel like just look at their instagram and like but like now i feel like scammers are trying to pretend they're brands like i think i got a really sketchy one i'm getting them from lulu's it's not their email so many from shein and And i would never work with shein but like the email it's like fake Shein. yes yes super super weird i got like three today oh, oh okay let's name some that i've been getting reactive wear oh Scam. so Daily. weird they like put an id in it in this i don't know like there's yes. they always put like weird stuff in it Shein. honestly if i can tell because they say hello i am blank from this company and it's always the weirdest names like lucky you or like they're weird like also like so many amazon ones like yeah amazon seller ones those are scams honestly i could probably just go into my email right now and like name a bunch (laughs) because there's just so many. i feel like if you guys are yeah ever questioning you can dm us and be like, is this a scam? And we will 100% be able to tell you immediately. Dude, these um, I literally yes have no. four Shein ones <laughs> in my inbox right now. And the, the subject line is, in all caps, collaboration. I feel like if it's just collaboration, that's a scam. I don't know. I just feel like normal yeah. people wouldn't like make that the subject line. Um, or if they say hi and then it's like your handle like at, copy and like, paste literally at yes because like my name on instagram is Alyssa, and then i have a heart and then i have fashionably surfed from when i changed my name so and I then they emails send it that like say, that hi, yes Alyssa heart fashionably surfed like mine is, is a just scam. yeah mine is just all <laughs> caps and so they'll say hi like capital h and then lowercase i and then danielle glance chains in all caps i'm like okay like delete immediately scam. yeah <laughs> Yeah, so I just definitely feel like it's just all these little red flags in the email that are the biggest scam yeah. for sure. Like you can get like catch the vibe. Like you can catch the vibe. Yeah. And you'll be able to catch so, on like real quick. I feel like that's pretty much it. Yeah. I guess the only other thing that I can think of off the top of my head is it's so weird and I don't know who would do this, but please do not do this if you get these emails where they are saying that they're hiring for modeling. Oh my God. And like yeah. asking for like photos of you and like your height and your weight and like like that kind of information. I don't think brands will ever, ever ask for that. Or they'll say like, oh, we have a photo shoot that we're paying like this rate for yeah. this many hours. Like just don't do that. 
you yeah, don't do that. That just like sounds sketchy in itself. And I feel like if it was a legit company, they would be reaching out from a legit company, but they always seem yes. to be reaching out from it's not. random weird emails. I feel yeah. like the email who it's being sent from is like one of the biggest things. Just always yeah. check that and usually that'll tell you right away. Yeah. Definitely. And be careful too cuz sometimes they get kind of creative and sneaky yeah just like don't click on links unless it's from a direct company that you're working with like at the company name.com yeah um and yeah yeah there's a lot of scams out there but honestly most of them are not that smart and they're very obvious (laughs) (laughs) yeah now they are Mm -hmm. um okay Next question is, how do you justify whitelisting charges to brands like when a brand asks why you are charging for it when they think it's just exposure for you? That just gave me the biggest No, literally. Like, are you guys that (laughs) dumb? I mean, okay, sorry. Are you kidding me? Brands are still doing this. But like, they really, you guys, they try, brands will try to sell whitelisting to you. gaslighting. Yes. They will sell it to you like they're doing you a favor yes and it is biggest not. it is the it is the actual opposite you are doing them a favor yes. because they are using your content and your name to promote their product which they mm-hmm. couldn't do that if they didn't have you which is why you're charging because they're using your name your likeness your mm-hmm. audience your content your creative idea like mm-hmm. what yes and like they're pushing it out to even more people so it's they're paying to boost it and so yes they're putting paid ad spend behind your post and then it's going to show up on instagram as an ad but under your name not the brand yeah and most of the time like probably like 99 percent of the time it directly links out to their website or product or whatever they're pushing so like you are i would say it is as simple as this you are generating sales for them using your content like yeah what no it's not exposure for you that's what you tell them yeah like no one really follows unless it's like a huge 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 brand that's like like I feel like Revolve when they whitelist I've heard girls like making sales or like maybe look at followers but like most of the time I don't think that's the case I've never followed someone from an ad it's not really that's not really how you grow oh and the other thing is you don't even know what audience they're promoting it to so your content could be pushed to a random audience that you're not um, that would not be your ideal audience. Like one time we know this girl who did a 7-Eleven ad and they promoted it to a like male, not just male, but like male audience was definitely included in that. And she said she was getting a ton of random male followers because of that. So it's, if you are going to do this, like you want to make sure that the audience that they're going to be pushing it to is aligned with your audience. So it doesn't skew your demographics. But it's very industry standard. I think it's to be charging 30% of your standard rate for whitelisting. Yeah, I like 20 to 30%. Yeah. So um, you can yeah. let them know um, that you're doing them a favor. Um, yeah. You're like literally potentially like, be driving twisted. sales for them. You're they're using your content and that you're you have rates for that for sure. And that that is literally industry standard. So again, yes say no if they're being weird mm-hmm. yeah I don't love whitelisting so they better be paying a lot for that if I do it yeah yeah exactly and I think that kind of goes back to the 
question earlier about not working with brands that you don't align with. Like you said, definitely wouldn't whitelist with the brand that I don't absolutely love. So, um, okay, good question. Okay, next question is, what should I do when a brand is literally ghosting me when I'm asking for payment? LOL. Another ick. Alyssa's currently going through this. Yes, I will be exposing the brand very shortly if things do not go well and I do not feel bad about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll keep you guys posted. Um, but basically, you take when legal action. a brand is ghosting you, yeah, you take legal action. We actually have a friend working on like a legal app for content creators, yeah. I guess you could call it. So as soon as we have more information, we can share that with you guys because I think it'll be really helpful. But basically, you send them an invoice. And then you send them another invoice with the late fee and you send them an invoice every single day for like a week. And then if they are ghosting you and they still don't respond say, this is my last invoice before I will take legal action. And pe- they think you're kidding because they don't take yeah. this industry seriously most of the time. Um, and then you, you seek a lawyer and you sue them yep. and keep all your receipts because yeah. you definitely can win in a lawsuit so yeah unfortunately it's still a part of this industry which i don't get it it's just like in any and like freelance or yeah any freelance or contractor agents like i feel mm-hmm. like other You're contractors or freelancers don't have issues like do they have issues as much as we yeah. do getting paid, like content creators? Yeah, I have some friends that are freelancers and they okay. you'll have in this industry, you're gonna have people who are late on payments, who don't wanna pay, who are sketchy. You're always gonna have something like that. Unfortunately, I feel like that comes with the territory of being a freelancer, but you just know your rights and know that you absolutely can take legal action and it's gonna take some time, but it's your money and you literally like yeah they have to pay you yeah and then it's I feel like also once you get to a point if you like accept the fact you're not getting money or it's not worth the money to like chase or whatever then honestly I think it's fair to to expose the brand on social media because Mm -hmm. one you don't want other creators to work with them and be in the same position that you are in yeah and two like, if they're going to be sketchy, they should be called out of it, out for Absolutely. it, and be held accountable. Mm-hmm. So, when you guys see me post on my stories to go blast this brand <laughs> as soon as Screaming. I announce it, please go blast this brand. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, it sucks. It happens to everyone. And I think at the end of the day, if it just isn't going to follow through like it should, exposing the brand helps so many creators and it holds the brand accountable like I don't think there's anything wrong with it like there's definitely a tasteful way to do it Mm -hmm. but just being like hey yeah this brand didn't pay me and I did this work for them and yeah they take advantage of creators so yeah like just a PSA don't work with them because I feel like every time I've seen someone post something like that there are so many girls who come forward and are like oh my god I thought this was just me or like they've done this to me in the past or stuff like that and so you'd be surprised and so we need to like call out these sketchy freaking brands and hold them accountable and get all the creators paid once they are so yeah yeah yes agreed okay and then our last question that we have from you guys is what can you expect with having a manager amazing question 
Um, we just did a podcast with our manager in the last episode. And also the person who asked me this, I sent her the, we did a full deep dive on this and it was actually, I think, I think it's episode 21. Don't quote me on that, but it was like pretty early on and it's called the pros and cons. That's when we weren't with management. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're right. It was when we weren't with management. Like kind of like both sides of it. Yeah. You're right. Okay. So I wonder what we said. Honestly, I'm curious, but yes, we did do an episode before we were assigned with management. So if you want to listen to that, but I would say like the main thing you can expect is to like have a weight lifted off your shoulders in a sense of you're gonna have someone pitching for you and fighting for you and on your side inbox burden that yeah you just constantly have where it's like oh I should be pitching myself all Mm -hmm. the time oh I have to respond to these emails right away to get a brand deal I was gonna miss out um like following up with brands payments like we were talking about contracts all that stuff it's nice to have you know management doing that Mm -hmm. for you obviously they do get a cut but it is worth it at the end of the day um in my opinion yeah it's that so then it's like you can focus on the creation and the creative aspect of your business and not the admin and be kind of stuck in emails because that can be honestly depressing i (laughs) and i didn't even know this was such a weight on my shoulders until i signed with management because I was not having anxiety, not pitching all day. Like when we would have LA days, like I would fully bring my laptop like every single time in the car, try to be yeah. working just because like I literally, I didn't even realize this at the time, but I had this like actual anxiety and guilt if I wasn't on my computer answering emails, sending pitches, like doing all this stuff. And so yeah, having management helps so much just with the back and forth and making sure everything is you know like ready for the collaborations um if they have like random questions that just like aren't really worth your time it's just like really nice to pass that off to management so mm-hmm. that's like, or if you're even not sure if something's a good opportunity yeah or someone emails you know. about gifting you can always pass it to your management and they'll obviously ask they can tell you if it's again a scam or they can tell you if like this brand who wants to gift you like they do paid partnerships yeah totally so Yeah, they, like, know how the brands work. And I feel like a lot of the process when I didn't have management was, like, asking other people, like, oh, is this a good rate? Like, does this brand pay well? But the management – managers Oh, yeah, they pitch you at good rates. They pitch you at good rates. you don't have to, like, firm on the rates. rates. There's, like – and it's not, like – awkward because these brands can just be like straight up and your managers can be straight up on rates and they're not talking like directly to you if that makes sense so I don't I love management I I really don't see myself like I mean I'm not gonna like never say never but like I just really am enjoying it right now in this current time yeah and I think too in the last episode we talk about a lot about how to find the right management for you, what to look for in good management, having a call with them, talking, chatting, and seeing if you, if it feels like you guys are aligned together, like what the contract Mm -hmm. would look like. Um, Yeah. And I feel like that's obviously the most important thing is like feeling good with your manager and not feeling like you're just another number on a roster. Yeah. Essentially. So yeah. yeah, if you have good feelings about it, you do your due diligence, your research, ask around, talk to people, kind of get a feeling, 
talk to them as well and try to talk to a couple different team members to kind of see the vibe because it's like, who are you going to be working with? Do you get along with them? Then I feel like it could be a good opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, but yeah, you can listen to the last episode where we really go into it and literally ask our manager these questions Mm -hmm. and you can get her insight on it as well too. So yeah, I feel like that's it for today's Q&A mm-hmm. episode. It was a really good yeah, question submitted questions. by you guys. So thank you for submitting them. We really appreciate it. And I'm sure other people have, if not the same, very similar questions that you had. So I think it's beneficial for a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. Do you want to share our listener of the week this week? Yes. Our listener of the week is Allison. Her Instagram handle is at a-l-i-s-o-n-t-h-a-z-i-n-62 allison came to our meetup she went by herself and we're so glad she did she told us she was super nervous to come but still did and she got to meet so many girls and she told us that she met a lot of new friends and i'm just so happy that we got to meet her um she's so sweet and has a really cute feed lots of lots of reels and we love to see it so Thank you for coming, Allison. It was so good to meet you. Thank you for coming. It was so much fun. Like, so proud of you for pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and coming and even letting us know you were nervous because I feel like that's even a big thing in itself. So we were just so happy to meet you in real life and can't wait to see you again at another future meetup. Yes. (laughs) Yay. So, but yeah, I feel like that's pretty much it for this week's episode you guys as always same old things you know the drill if you always make it this far basically we have our facebook group where we post a bunch of stuff in there people ask questions you can find someone in local to your area we post meetup details trip info event info all that stuff in there we like to keep it a safe and private space to make sure everyone feels comfortable so that is the influence community on facebook And yeah, we have our trips to Europe this summer. If you guys are interested in joining us, we are curating the most special, unique itineraries with just the most fun plans for you Mm -hmm. guys and so many just different opportunities. So we'd love to have you. And I think that's pretty much it. Tag along, follow along on our content this week because we'll be... Yes, it's going to be exciting. Traveling. Mm -hmm. I'm excited. Canada's gonna be so cold. Come watch us be extremely Come cold. Come watch in two San Diego girlies, um, San Diego um, and Arizona to, girls, yeah. uh, be in literally zero degree Canada. weather. And I'm not exaggerating. So yeah. it'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> Thank Come you guys for along, listening. But I hope you guys have a good week. We love you and we will see you in our next episode. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you guys loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Monday. Leave us a rating and review and we'll see you next week. Bye.